Before we get into the nitty gritty, I think we need to address the elephant in the room. The thing that plagues Generation Y finally needs to be addressed. What's the best Simpsons joke? Saw it the other day on Fox 8. You know, look, I don't know if it's the best, but we need to come up with at least a comprehensive list of the top 10. Minimum. That's what I want from you guys. You owe me. I give you so much information for free. You give me the top 10 best jokes. That's, look, and on top of that, that helps you as well. You're welcome, because that is our World War II. You know how the golden generation just, they bond over like, ah, oh, say we're in Tobruk too, at what division? Ours is, do you remember when Bart Simpson was applying to open up a bank account? So, but then look, I'm gonna get the ball rolling. What do you guys reckon about this one? You know when they're playing cowboys and Indians? And then, obviously Bart surrounds like Milhouse and his crew as cowboys and just goes and, and like makes them surrender. And then Nelson comes along and starts shooting them. And Bart goes, Nelson, they didn't have a Killmatic 3000 back then. And he says, records from that era are spotty at best. What do you reckon? I reckon most of the people there are just going to be like, it's lukewarm, it's number six, my joke, the one that I thought of was the best. Well, there's a point system for that, which is liking it. Clearly, you, you, you know how YouTube works, don't you? Fuck. Imagine if someone's like, this is the first video I've ever clicked on, on YouTube. No, I don't. Tell me more. No! You go look up a how-to YouTube tutorial, which will probably lead you to how-to basic of him just smashing a computer screen. That's how you do it. Alright. Now let's go on to the actual point of this video, which is that Coyote Peterson has to have, speaking of YouTube, the best YouTube channel there is. Give me one that's better than that. Give me anything that human beings have ever created that, that is better than a man whose job it is to go around the world and get bitten by things. I mean, I know that there's more to his YouTube channel than that, but that is the reason that that man is famous. We have decided that someone needs to, just like with the Simpsons jokes, rank what is the most painful thing to be stuck by, just in case you're walking around every desert continent on the planet and happen to come across a millipede. The, you know, it's like, it's a very specific niche thing, which leads into the bigger point of this video, which is, Coyote Peterson is a really good example of what is known as now the long tail, which is that in the olden days, when you only had five channels, pretty much if you were a comedian, for instance, your only chance of going quote unquote viral was to go on the footy show and go, <clears throat> I can't do it anymore. Oh my God. There we go. That's the sweet one. No, oh, yeah. Are you guys satisfied with this being the rest of the video? Because I am. You just fast forward to the end of it and still just be being like, and done. Um, but the thing is that, you know, because it was just so mainstream, you just had to just appeal to everyone from ages 8 to 80 to make a career. And there had to be a huge amount of luck. And so, the Coyote Peterson, this is, this is the greatest thing about YouTube, is that it's this constant testing ground, but the Coyote Peterson of the 70s just would have been on one of those really old talk shows like Johnny Carson, and then he'd go on there and then it's just like, so what you got here for a sport? And you go, well, it's called a python, Johnny. <laughs> it's not poisonous, is it? No, no, it's definitely not that. Oh, God, it's around my neck. I, I, I feel like I'm wearing a necklace. <laughs> we'll be right back. But now, it is 
How much better is this? Some guy going, I'm Katie Peterson and I'm about to enter the stage zone. Brilliant. A combination of the two greatest things there is. Jackass and going to petting zoos. Um, <laughs> that's my interests in life. Oh, no way. Can I touch it? It's a, it's a, it's a sheep. Um, yeah, so. The, 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 the main point of that is, is that like, yeah, by definition, anything that is mainstream has to be kind of lame and bland and appealing to everyone. And I understand that there is a purpose for things to be mainstream because it kind of acts as a water cooling talk point of communication. As we've also seen, there's also a huge point of propaganda, but that's the other channel. The positive aspect of it is that you get that. So did you watch The Office last night? Pretty awkward. That's the good thing about the mainstream. But the thing about the long tail is that because you have now infinite channels, you can try out infinite things, some things become more mainstream than things that are on television. So if something is getting 20 million views, well, I know that obviously on YouTube every now and then one of their videos goes viral, but consistently, if you put all the night show hosts together, they have half the audience that Johnny Carson had. That's what the mainstream is now. It isn't really no. The mainstream now is a man getting bitten by a tarantula falcon or whatever it's called. You know what I'm talking about. Some 12-year-old sitting there being like, of course it's going to be a 12-year-old. Well, you know what? Facts of life, kid. I could beat you up in a fight. Uh, so I'm right. <laughs> it's a tarantula moth. <laughs> um, uh, Alright, so, what happens as a result of this broadening out is that everybody gets a slice of the pie in this new digital economy. But the problem is that the education system is still built for the early 20th century where it's kind of sit down, write for eight hours, go home. So everybody is conditioned to think, and I can see it, it's still prevalent even though those jobs are vanishing and they're vanishing quickly because of automization. Then I see all of my friends still going for these kinds of jobs and then getting angry that there aren't those jobs there and then blaming the system for it. And you know, look, that, that's fine, you can do that, but here's the counter argument to that. You're a dumb fuck. And the reason that you're a dumb fuck is that you have to understand that the territory is different to the map, that schooling has taught you for a job that is quickly vanishing and those jobs still do exist and some of my friends still are employed in that but I do have a lot of other friends that keep looking for jobs in those fields even though they're petering out and wages are stagnating and so they're getting shitty jobs in, hosp in you know, hospitality when they wanted to become a teacher for instance but there's not that many jobs there anymore so they're still working at a cafe at 32 and so what you need to understand is if you're in that boat or if you're in another boat now is that you now live in a digitized economy and there's all these new prospects and everybody knows somebody that's taking advantage of this. You know, someone who's like, I, I'm a professional shopkeep. What do you do? I just I, I buy things and sell them on eBay. As I've told you before, I do know a guy who is a lad that travels around the world tagging shit from department stores in Japan and selling it on eBay. That's what I'm talking about. Digitized economy, baby. <laughs> That's what I'm saying you should do. Just become a professional thief. But like I used to be a thief in Saudi Arabia and get your hands cut off, now you can just fly to a place that has 
less strict laws than that you don't get your hands cut off and then you could go to Norway they're just like it's not your fault it's your parents I'm sorry and that's your version of a punishment um, but honestly, this is the reason that this is what I'm talking about with this long tail thing, which is that the people that are rewarded in this economy, and it's true to a certain extent, because that is innovation in a nutshell. It's just finding a niche. And then if that niche is useful, it expands and keeps maximizing and becoming bigger and bigger as more people find it useful. And then you get more dash. But even if you don't become that, you can still make a really good living and also you live in a time which is really exciting. This is why I don't understand all these kids now that are just like, I'm depressed and I have anxiety. I do understand it is A, because you spend all your life on a computer, which is what you're currently doing right now. B, because you don't know what grass is. If you just go out and have a walk and breathe in some air, you can see when you take dogs for a walk, how they're just kind of sitting around like this all day and then as soon as they go out, they're like... <laughs> That's what you need to do. You just need to go out and smell some flowers. Cure depression. I, I genuinely believe that though, and I'll fight you for it. Start an argument with me in the comments box and I'll make you feel worse about yourself because you're depressed. <laughs> uh, right. So when it comes to this long tail idea and finding a niche, and this is a principle in economics, which is that there is always room for the best in that the person that is the best in their field is going to be paid the most. But the genius thing about this new digitized economy is there's so many fields and there's all these fields that don't exist yet and you can be a pioneer in it. And if you're a pioneer in it, just by the fact that you're first means that you're gonna have this massive following. Hamish and Andy is a really good example because they, they had the, the old mainstream media working in their favor. They were able to capitalize on Facebook before any of us other new generation comedians were able to get a foothold on it. And while all of us have, you know, like maybe 500,000, if they're huge like Frenchie, they might have over a million. But Hamish and Andy, purely because they were there first, and they were doing things that were nowhere near as viral as what we do now. Yeah, they had the mainstream media behind them, but it was also because they were first that they just got instantly 2.5 million followers. It took a while for other people to figure that out, that you, you, you could start taking advantage of this. But the thing is that there, there is a, there is an inherent advantage of being first in a field. And there is because, just like how in chess there is infinite moves. I don't know if that's true or not. And there's gonna be some jerk that's gonna say, and you know what, I liked this video, but then after that you said something about chess that I actually know a lot more about than you. And now I'm gonna to have to unsubscribe. Well, go. I'm sick of people saying, I'm unsubscribing, I'm so special that someone you don't know, you're going to be really upset what I've got, aren't you? And the answer to that is, yes, I am. It's ruined my day. Now, what you need to, uh, what you need to do, and this is your homework, is that you need to write down what your three best skills are in life. Because you want to be conscious of that. And again, don't shirk this responsibility, okay? I want you to actually write it down, as I always say, because when you write something down, it clarifies it in your mind, it, it kind of just etches it in there. It's much more effective to write something than just think about it. So I want you to write down what your three best attributes are, not just, I'm a nice person. Actually, you can use that. Nice person is a skill. That's, that's a huge skill, by the way. Good on you. But I want you to think of what your three best skills are and I want you to be conscious of them for the rest of your life because there will become a point when the only people that are earning money, and this is actually predicted to be not that too far off in the future. A lot of futurists are saying that in 15 to 20 years, 80% 
of jobs will be completely redundant because the robot will just be going Oh, I can't compete with an arm. How sad is that? <laughs> an arm! Your job is going to be replaced with an arm. You suck. But then people that are, and obviously they're going to be eventually replaced, but the people that are going to be in fields longer are people that find really niche jobs. So get ahead of it now. You can already see it. The people that are earning the most amount of money are the people that have been taking advantage of the digitized economy. I mean, look at who the new billionaires are. It's not oil barons, it's Silicon Valley and it's got its own problems, but you know, thank you very much for giving me a job and I understand that I'm an employee of yours, so I'm not going to nail Alex Jones, you wouldn't freak you out, sorry, you guys are great. <laughs> uh, right? So write down what your three best attributes are, because there's infinite attributes. You are going to have three attributes that are going to be somewhat unique to someone else. And if, they, and if you see them and it's just like, nice person, can work hard, good at math. Maybe you should dig a little deeper, which is why we go back to the last video, not the last video, maybe four videos ago. Well, whatever it was, when I asked you, who are you? If you did that homework, this should be automatic to you. This should become to you surface very quickly is that, oh, I'm good at this. I think you should write that down. And you should think about that. If you're ever in a career rut, these are my three best attributes. I should start thinking about becoming an entrepreneur and moving towards that kind of employment. Because honestly, a lot of people now say that, you know, you know, there's all these people, not everyone could be an entrepreneur. Very close off in the future, there will only be entrepreneurs. That's my prediction, let's see if we're right. Pretty much what I did is just take a punt then, didn't I? I was just like, well, I know a bit about horse racing and that one looks healthy, so yeah, all of it on, she's the fastest. No, the Simpsons scared. That's the other piece of homework as well. Write down what the best Simpsons joke is. At the very least, if you don't want to take advantage of your own destiny, take advantage of this list. See ya.